Welcome, hello, this is Apostolic Truth Today, and my name is Derek, the host of the show. And for those that don't know, this is a podcast. apostolic truth today and uh, this would be the seventh episode this is quite an interesting one because this is the second one I've recorded this week I normally don't do that but I felt a burden from God today as I was driving to just go ahead and get on the mic and um, just start talking as to where this is going to go I'm, I'm not quite certain and I'm not quite sure um, but if you'll sit you know sit back and, and relax and and go along on the ride with me, uh, I will get through this. Um, I do feel some form of direction going towards this lesson that I had taught a while back, and this is very applicable in the time that we live in, um, being a very unprecedented time in a time where we really need Jesus, a time where we really need God. So I'll go ahead and, and teach them the message, come follow me. If we look at uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse 21 through 23, it goes like this. It says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He saith unto him, Which Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man answered and said unto him, All these things I have kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? And Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. So there's a few things to go over in, in that verse. We have a rich young ruler. He's coming to Jesus. It seemed like he was ecstatic. It seemed like he was, he was longing to be with God. It seemed like, God, what can I do to have eternal life? I see these amazing things that you're doing. I see the miracles that are being brought forth and I see you working. What can I do so I can have eternal life and, and, and be with you? And, and he said unto him, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal. So he was quoting the, the Ten Commandments and, and the, the teachings of the Jewish people at this time. And and. And he answered, and, and he said, I, I've kept these from my youth up. What lack I yet? And Jesus, the response that he had to that was, go and sell all that thy, thou hast and just come and follow me. You would think that that's an easy thing to do. You would think that there wouldn't be no problem for that rich young ruler to go ahead and sell all that he had so he could go and follow after Jesus. But the thing is, though, God checked his heart. 
God knew his heart, and that's why he asked it in that fashion. Because with that desire and with that longing, his heart just wasn't right. It was tied into the things of this world. He could not forsake the finite for the infinite. He could not forsake what he could see in the things of this earth for what he couldn't see. He couldn't part ways with the riches that he'd acquired on this earth for he had a heart problem and he, and, he, and he valued these things way too much. You know, the things that will wither away, the things that will rust up, the things that after tried by fire, nothing will remain. You know, these things he held on to. And you know, it doesn't necessarily say if he got another chance, but one would presume that this was his chance and one would presume that he had missed it. One would presume that he chose incorrectly. And, 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 why, and why am I saying this? Because I want to make sure in this time, you know, we, we, we say we love God. I say I love God. We all say we love God and, and, and we, we mean it. We really do mean it. But do we have a heart problem? Do our actions line up to what we're saying? If I truly love God, will I do anything I can do to follow after him? If there's anything that's getting in the way, are you willing to cut it out? If there's something that's getting in the way of you and Jesus, are you willing to cut it out? Because that's what it's going to take. God is requiring commitment. God is requiring relationship with him. And things that get in the way that supersede him doesn't please him. And, and you're going to answer for those things. You know, I'm not a judge, but God is the judge and his word stands. And the word of God says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and then these things shall be added unto you. He wants you to seek him first. He wants your heart, he wants your mind, he wants your soul, and he wants your spirit. He wants every part of you, but if you're not giving everything over to him, Do you really trust him? Do you really love him? You know, that's a difficult thing that we've got to ask ourselves is, are we willing to give up everything, our cars, our house, our jobs, our status? Are we willing to give up these things of this earth when people are going to take away what we long and what we desire, when people are going to take away the, these comforts in our life and they're going to say that we can't have these things anymore and we need to follow after Jesus? Are we going to, are we going to give up these things? And if, and if we can't, why not? Because there's going to be a day where we're going to be tried and there's going to be a day where these things are going to be getting in the way of following after God and we've got to make a decision whom this day we are going to serve. Are we going to serve man or are we going to serve God? And every day I, I, I wake up, I wake up as a man, but I, I pray against this flesh. I pray against this man that I am. I say, God Take Derek McGee away. I want to be led by your spirit. I want to be renewed. You know, I want to, to die daily, to, to carry my cross daily. I want God to work within me daily. You know, we all have this flesh. We all have this, 
this these these carnal and these vain desires that we 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 have as being humans it's our human nature but once we decide to give that to God and to put that on the altar and to, and to sacrifice all that to God, I give you my mind, my heart, my identity, my passion, my agenda. I give you this day. I give you my future. I give you my dreams. I give you everything, Jesus, withholding nothing, Jesus. That is how we've got to come before the Lord. We need relationship with God. And we need to have a desire that nothing's going to get in the way. Relationship with God. By prayer, relationship with God. By reading, relationship with God. By fasting, these things that we do is to get rid of this flesh and to get rid of this worldly desire that presides within us and to push that aside. We say flesh, not today. We're going to be more spiritual. We're going to allow God to work today. So I'm going to read more so I can better understand God's mind, so I can better understand what he wants of me in this time. And I'm going to pray because I want to talk to God. I want to have a relationship with God. And I'm going to seek out his will and his direction. And I'm going to allow him to speak back to me. So we need to do these things. We need to do these things so we can be sensitive enough to, to do what God is wanting of us. No matter what he's asking, no matter what he's asking us to get rid of, no matter what obstacles getting in the way, you know, if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. And if thy eye offend thee, pluck it off because it's better to do so than to enter into hellfire. For Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21 says, Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart be also. It's pointless to accumulate these things you know, and, and put those in a higher precedence than God. It's pointless because it's all going to go away. We want that heavenly reward. We want to we get to that point where God says, my good and faithful servant. One of the biggest things that I, I've always thought on, it's like I do my best to live for God. I do my best. I, I, I try to pray as often as I can. I try to read daily. I try to stay in constant communication with God. But the thing is, though, because I know what the Word says about me not being righteous and me not being good, and, and I battle this flesh, and I know that this is true because I battle it every single day, I know when I get to that point that I would say I... I, I barely made it. I'm, I'm confident in the fact that I'm going to make it. But the thing is, though, in this flesh, without God, we wouldn't make it. So how much are we really making it by? No, we need to make sure that we're giving God everything. We've got his blood. It covers our sins. It covers our transgressions. But how far can we go with these distractions? And how far can we live after God and to fight this flesh so we're not living in iniquity? How far can we go? The answer to that is not very far. We need to be consecrated to 
to the Lord. Putting him first in all that we do. In all that we do. It says here the Greek word for kodash uh, means separation with relationship to God. So we, we talked about having that relationship with God being via prayer, reading, fasting, and doing other things for the Lord. And we explained why we need these things in, in, in short. But it says here, kodash, the Greek word for consecration, separation, living a separated life. There's this world and there's God. We can't be in the middle. We can't be lukewarm Christians, but we need to pick a side. We need to be separate. When people see us, do they know we're a Christian? Do they know that we're not of this world by the things that we say, by the way that we act, and by the way that we dress? And if not, that, that's a problem because we need to be separated from this world. People need to be able to see a difference. How can we be a light in this world if they don't know that we're not of this world? And if you don't know that, we're not of this world. If you're born again, born of water and spirit, you have a new spiritual DNA that we've gone over. We are born again. We are not of this world. We are different. So we need to act like it. I don't want nothing to do with this world for it's worldly. You know, God came so to give us a chance to take out this, this worldly, one would say, appetite and fill it with his spirit. We still have that, that appetite when we partake of more of the, the, the flesh and, and the, the, the carnal uh, ways of our human nature. But if we're more filled with God's spirit, we're able to conquer these things. And you can't be filled with more of God's spirit if you're not praying and earnestly seeking him. So we need to be separated and having a relationship with God. For blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. So what do we hunger and what do we thirst for? What are we allowing into our minds, into our hearts? Because what we listen to and what we view and what we look at, it affects our heart. Even if you don't believe it, it does. Why do we continue to stumble and fall with these certain things? Well, what are we viewing and what are we listening to and what are we allowing ourselves to be distracted with in this time? This is a time where we've got to get rid of these things. This is a time where God is calling us to a deeper walk with him. God is like, I want you to follow me. I want you, I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm just asking you to give up a few things that you, you, you hold dear on this earth. I'm asking you to, to get rid of these things. I'm asking you to just lay those to the wayside and just to come and follow after me. I will give you life and life abundantly. I will give you manna from heaven that is far exceeding than anything this world can give you. I will rain down my glory in front of your face to the point where it shines and people will see that you have been within the presence of God and you are not 
of this world. But the thing is, though, God can't take you to that place. God can't bring you out where, where, you're, where you're at. If you're not willing to give up these things that you struggle with, these things that infect your heart, these things that affect your mind, if you can't give up these things, you can't go as far as God is asking you to go. He's not making you, but if you want to go higher in God, if you want to go to new depths in God, if you want to go to the next level, God is asking you to just do these things. They're not that big, but it's going to be hard. So what do we do? What do we do? We already went over that is, is, is prayer. We need more prayer especially in the days that we live in and it's getting worse and worse. It is very crucial that we pray every day. We need to stay in relationship with God. He is the creator of all. He's the beginning and is the end. We need to stay in connection with him. We need to be talking to God, giving him thanks, praising all that he does, his blessings, giving him the glory you know, asking for things, repenting. We need to come to God every day with our faces hitting the pillow or wherever we at. God, I'm sorry. You know, the righteous, fervent prayer of a, of, a, of a man availeth much. So we need to be pouring ourselves out before God and allowing His Spirit to work within us and through us. And, and that change will begin to happen where where it won't be so hard to get rid of these things that we hold so dear. You know, me personally, if I go in between prayer too long and I and I and I wait in between these prayer sessions, I notice my old carnal vein self that tries to seep back through my spirit. And if I continue to go in, in uh, into a, a season of lacking prayer, not being intentional with my day and my time, guess what happens? That old Derek starts popping his head back through. And the thing is, though, I can't allow that. And neither should you. We can't allow our old selves to push back through. You know, when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and when you were born of water and spirit, being baptism in Jesus' name and receiving His Spirit, by evidence of speaking in tongues, you are a new creature from that day forward. And you are freed from your past self and you are freed from the things that you are bound by and the addictions and you're able to walk away from those. And you continue to serve God and you continue to seek Him out. You'll be that new creature. But if you stop praying, if you stop reading, if you stop doing what He's asking of you, that old man, that old person's going to start coming back. So we need to be praying, God... I pray for your will and your direction in my life. God, I pray for you and only you, Jesus. I, I don't want anything else. Nothing in this world will satisfy and nothing in this world will do. Devil, I pray against you now. In Jesus' name, you have no place here. You leave. And there is power in saying these things because there's power in prayer. And there's power when you say these things in faith, believing that God will and that he wants to answer these prayers. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Pray without ceasing. Does that mean we pray every minute of every day? No. But having our minds on God, having one would say a God conscience, uh, Brother Lee Stone King calls it, 
you know, walking in the spirit, having a God conscience, you know, no matter where you're, you're walking, no matter what you're doing, that you're thinking about God, you're thinking about what I should do next, and, you, and you're sensitive to the will of God throughout the day. So pray without ceasing. It's applicable. We can do it. And then Psalms chapter 63, verse 1 through 6 says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so have I seen in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus I will bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. And when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, I'm going to continue to praise you. I'm going to continue to think on you. I'm going to continue to meditate on you because you are so great, God, and I thirsteth and I long after you, Jesus. And then Psalms chapter 5, verse 3 says, My voice thou shalt hear in the morning, O Lord, and in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and I will look out. So what's the correlation between these two verses is early I will seek thee. Early, I will seek thee. When I wake up in the morning, my mind is made up. I'm going to seek him first. Nothing in the day is going to take precedence. You know, I don't care exactly what time you're getting up in the morning. It doesn't matter. But what matters is when you wake up, what are you doing first? Where is your heart and your mind first? Early will I seek thee. In the beginning of my day, I will seek you. In the beginning of my day, I'm going to please you. My mind's going to be on you when I wake up in the morning because I'm seeking you first and foremost. Everything else comes second. So that's the pattern, you know. No matter what, I'm going to do these things. You know, we've got busy lives. We're busy. Some of us may have children. Some of us may be married. Some of us might have more responsibility than others, but we can always make time to put God first. So we got to do it, you know, <laughs> myself included. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm nowhere near perfect. I, I stumble and I fall all the time, but I'm, I'm getting to a place where I don't, I don't want to keep messing up. I want to get my mind right and I want to, I want to do things right. So I know I, I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent here, but, um, Within my heart, I just, I, I felt like I had to, to say some things. God it has, it has been pressing me to just turn on the mic and start talking. I didn't know what I was going to say. I had something here up on the screen, so I was like, we're going we're gonna to go for it. And whatever God wants to say, um, he's going to say. And, and, and if you got something out of it, you know, awesome. I, 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 I thank you um, for listening, and I thank you for for, for um taking the time out of your day and, and to come listen to this because God is a good God and, and we're living in a very corruptive world and we, we need him. This isn't a time where we can just play around. This isn't a time where we can live in iniquity by doing our own will and what we want. Too many times that happens, we go off and we do what we want, we say what we want, and we think nothing of it, you know, we're allowed to have fun, we're allowed to do these things, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying, sure, moderation, that's good, but 
Is it affecting your walk and your relationship with God? You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing we have to ask ourselves. If there's something affecting our walk with God, we got to cut it out. We've got to get rid of it. We've got to do something because if it's causing us to be weakened and if it's causing us to slip away slowly but surely, if it's hindering us from growing in God, what good is it? It means nothing. So we just gotta, we gotta get rid of it. And you know, so that's, that's the challenge. Um, after this, if you, if you've stayed through to the end, uh, my challenge is pray about it. Pray about this topic. Ask God, is there anything that I need to give up and give over to you? And then, you know, take it even deeper, fast about it. God will reveal something that, that he might want you to give over, something that you're just not doing right now. You know, ask God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. For let your will be done and not my own. So uh, that's the challenge is uh, pray fast and uh, yeah, do some reading too. That's always good. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll go ahead and call that a wrap. <laughs>